0: now clarity and it kind of goes a little bit with what you just said before you know simplicity is the ultimate sophistication as Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci is quoted in your book for for having said do you want to add something I mean where does clarity become a little bit uh, you know more important perhaps uh, in in terms of investing
1: So, uh, you know, I I have a different job now, but for for a while there I was involved in the the creation and, and sale of these sort of behaviorally informed investment strategies. And the most common criticism I got when trying to market these things to institutional investors was it just seems too easy, like it's just too simple. You know, where's the complexity? And so as my friend, Dr. Brian Portnoy says, we have this fetish for complexity in the world of financial services, and it's really, really misguided. And so let me give you a, you know, a couple of reasons why that's the case. The Fed, uh, the U.S. Fed releases 45,000 pieces of economic data each year. Okay, that's insane. 45,000 pieces of economic data. If you regress all 45,000 of those variables against each other do you think you're going to come out with some things that are correlated yeah of course like of course you are you're going to find some signal there but it may not really be signal so we have so much information now that there's so much noise out there that if we're not careful it can if we're not you know adhering to this dedication to simplicity we can find signal where there's just noise. So, to give a couple of examples, there's the famous one about Bangladeshi butter production being 96% correlated with moves in the S&P 500. But like, are you you know are are, are you and I gonna go start a, a Bangladeshi butter production hedge fund after this? Like, probably not, uh, because in order for a signal to make sense. Uh, It needs it needs three things. And I talk about this in the behavioral investor. Uh, You need data, of course, you know, it needs to show up in the data. That's a given. But most people stop there. You know, most people stop there. The second thing you need is you need a theory, you know, like why, why might these data be there? Because that kills your Bangladeshi butter production hedge fund right there. You go, okay, it's in the data, but it makes no sense. Okay. There's no good philosophy. There's no good theory as to why this might be the case, and then the third thing you need is behavior. You know, signals that endure, things like value, things like uh, you know, trend and carry, and these sorts of things. They all have a behavioral component to them, which is why they endure. Because if you look at uh, the history of market anomalies, calendar effects, and different things that don't have behavior to them. They get discovered and then they get arbitraged away as, as quickly as they get discovered. So a, a good signal is simple, but it has data, it has theory, and it has behavior somewhere in there. Um, because bad behavior is forever, you know, behavioral tendencies uh, go on forever. You know, I, I, I don't care how many labels you put on a candy bar, I would bet on, I would bet on the American public eating candy bars for, from here until eternity. You know you you can't put enough warning labels on them to to discourage that behavior
0: no, I mean, I think there are lots of fascinating things you talk about just just to comment on the last point you make about behavior I mean that's exactly what. Jeff Bezos did and how he built Amazon, right? There are certain behaviors, we want things as cheaply as possible, uh, as quick as possible. And those are the behaviors that he is exploiting very well, it seems. But I think the, the other thing that you quoted there or, or mentioned that I think is really interesting, and that is this m- massive amount of data and how we are fascinated with it. Because what I see in, in our industry right now is of course the word big data. So people are just you know, suckers for even more data, even though we come with our trend following strategies, for example, done it for decades. Uh, we use open, high, low, close, that's all we need. It really doesn't sound very sexy or very complex, and it's not, but it works. But it's just not what people want to hear. You know, they want to be, um, you know, being Danish. I'm, I'm, you know, familiar with, you know, obviously Hans Christian Andersen and it's kind of the emperor and uh, who has no clothes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's really, really interesting, really interesting. Well, the, so, the
1: greatest the greatest philosopher of all time is Danish. I tried to I tried to name my son Soren after Kierkegaard, but my wife wasn't <laughs> having it. So shout out to the Danes.
0: Shout out to the Danes. Yeah, maybe not.